Welcome to the Amar Podcast. Amar is a not-for-profit organization that works with children as they enter, experience, and transition out of foster care. Listen in. We're happy to introduce Emily Sochell, a therapeutic child care specialist from Amara's King County Emergency Sanctuary. The Emergency Sanctuary Program provides a temporary home for children who have been removed from their home for their own safety. It is a safe place for kids to land that gives families and state social workers more time to find the best long-term option for the child. Emily is going to share an interaction she had with the child who recently stayed with us. The music in this episode is the song, Will You Still Love Me Tomorrow, written by Jerry Goffin and Carol King and performed by Emily herself. Hi, my name is Emily Stochell, and I'm a therapeutic child care specialist at Morris King County Sanctuary, and I'm going to share a story with you. Recently, a toddler-aged girl came into her care due to allegations of neglect. Right from the start, I could tell she was a smart little thing, even though she didn't have many words in her vocabulary yet. She knew exactly how to put together certain toys like Mr. Potato Head and how to use the toy doctor kit. Once her social worker put her down on the couch, I got down to where I was eye level with her and introduced myself. She gushed out a ginormous smile and we played together while the social worker completed intake paperwork. A volunteer arrived shortly after and spent time playing with her while I did paperwork with the social worker. As the social worker was leaving, the girl began to cry and reach for the social worker to whom she referred to as Auntie. I immediately tried to comfort her and play with her again, but I was unable to redirect her attention to anything else. Soon after the social worker left, the girl's crying escalated and she started crying and screaming for her sister. Once I realized she was calling for her sister, my heart dropped a little and I understood she knew exactly what was going on. I kept explaining to her that her sister was getting treated by doctors and was going to stay at the doctors for a little while. We hugged for what seemed like an hour, as I hoped to replace all the pain from her mind with love, even though I know that's not how pain works. I tried everything I could think of to help her feel better, but I knew that ultimately there was nothing I could say or do that would make it better. The reality of the situation for her was horrible. I couldn't change that she had to be separated from her three siblings and parents in a place she was completely unfamiliar with. In that moment, I knew she was feeling what she needed to feel, so I decided the best thing I could do for her was to just be there and tell her, I'm right here. I thought about trying again to distract her, but I understood she was hurting too deeply to focus on anything else. Even though distracting her would have made me feel better, it wasn't what she needed. I was sure that her exhaustion would catch up with her and that she would just pass out after an hour or so but two hours went by and she was still crying and screaming for her sister. It took a lot of restraint to hold back my tears and compartmentalize to the extent that I needed to. Knowing she must have been exhausted, I took her to a room and rocked her while she continued to cry. Eventually, while still crying, she got in her bed and cried as she fell asleep. I hardly ever leave the sanctuary with a heavy heart, but that night I did. Normally, kids are so excited when they see all the toys and more importantly, they feel safe. I was heartbroken that she had to feel so much before she could even feel safe. The day after when I came in, the girl gave me a giant hug and played with the other boy that was there. 
Immediately, I could tell she was doing leaps and bounds better than the day before. She started calling me and the other adults auntie and really loved spending time with the other child in care. I could tell she developed an attachment to me because every time I went in the other room or started to walk away from her, she said, auntie, and gestured for me to come to her or tried to follow me wherever I went. All of us and the volunteers had a great day together, but at nighttime, the girl began crying and screaming for her sister again. Again, I sat with her and tried to comfort her. Eventually, I decided to grab my guitar from downstairs to see if playing music for her would help. I set up the couch for her so that she could lay down and began to play a soft melody. To my surprise, her crying began to stop as I continued to sing and play the guitar, and she fell asleep to my music. You gave your love so sweetly Tonight, the light of love is in your eyes Will you still love me? I left that night in good spirits, excited to come back the next day and spend time with her and the other kid that was at the sanctuary. The next night, the girl began to have a hard time in the evening again. She kept saying something, but no one could understand what she was asking for. After an hour, I got my guitar again and set it down upstairs so that I would be ready to play music after the movie. It wasn't until half an hour later when I realized that the whole time she was trying to say song and guitar. When I realized, I grabbed my guitar and pointed at it. This? I asked. She nodded her head up and down eagerly. Again, I played guitar and sang for her, and that became our nightly routine. It was something we shared. Just a moment, pleasure, her trust took time to earn, but I'm so thankful I earned it. Music has always been a part of my life, and it was so special to use something I love to help connect with this girl and other kids that come through the sanctuary doors. This type of care is so personal, and it requires us to share parts of ourselves like that. Unfortunately, I wasn't there when she left the sanctuary, but I got to say goodbye the night before. I'm not sure where this girl ended up going, but I think about her often and hope that she can soon be reunited with her siblings. At the very least, I hope that music is something she can continue to hold onto wherever she is. Thanks to this girl, playing music is one of the first things I try at bedtime now, and so far, it's been a huge success. Magic in your sights. Will you still love me tomorrow? Will you still love me tomorrow? Thanks for sharing your story, Emily. Tune in next time on the podcast from Amara.